Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. There's another story, too, locally, and it has to do with this Vision Zero that the mayor has been promoting for a couple of years to make the roads uh, here in Toronto by 2021 uh, impregnable to people getting hurt and killed and that kind of thing. That's why it's a Vision Zero. We're about 100 pedestrians and cyclists, I think, have lost their lives in the last couple of years. There's money, and it's uh, something that was, uh, I guess, decided by the executive committee voting in favor of this staff-endorsed plan to distribute an additional $22 million for road safety initiatives. Let's get the Deputy Mayor Stephen Holliday in here. He's also the counselor for Ward 3 at Tobacco Centre to tell us how this is all going to play out. Stephen, how are you doing this afternoon? Oh, good evening, John. Glad to talk to you this afternoon. I'm doing great. Good. Well, listen, uh, there's money being poured into this Vision Zero, and uh, is it well apportioned? Well, that's an interesting debate because we had that last month at uh, the June council meeting. And it was, uh, I think, to understand what happened today, you have to understand what happened back then. Uh, What happened was the executive committee uh, found $13 million in surplus. And they were able to match that because of the, I guess, the public outcry about road safety in the city recently. And uh, there's a lot of media on this. And I think most people appreciate there's been uh, a lot of incidents uh, with people getting hurt. They were able to accelerate something called the Vision Zero Plan, uh, which you talked about. And that's a big package of safety enhancements all over the city, some traffic devices, some physical changes, and even some communication programs. What happened, though, it being a... uh, an election year, council couldn't help itself, and they upped it from $13 million to $22 million. Mm-hmm. So one of the motions in that was uh, a request for the general manager of uh, transportation to come back to the executive committee and say, well, how are you going to spend this in six months? Because that's what we've got left. <laughs> and one of the reasons why we did, uh, did this work is because of the, you know, they call it the council blackout period. We're going to have our last council meeting next week. And we need to make sure that the staff uh, have everything they need to take care of things over the next six months. So that's what we saw at the executive committee today. There were some approvals to increase some purchase orders that we already have for work um, to expand it because of the last council decision. And I think they approved something in the order of uh, $6 million in expansions of that $22 million. Well, all right. And, uh, you know, I'm hearing that uh, the proposal called for close to $3 million to install 188 watch your speed signs across the city. Yeah, that's one of them. And frankly, that's one of the ones I was able to support out of the $22 million. We didn't quite have unanimous support at council because, as I said, there was this opening call for about $13 million in improvements, and councillors just piled on all sorts of different ideas they had to make things better. But what we found was the watch your speed program signs have been very popular. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's data to prove that they're actually making a difference. And, heck, I'd be happy if I could put one in front of every school in my ward because they seem to be making a difference. Uh, but we are sinking an extra $3 million to get those signs put in faster. I think most people are appreciative of that. If you're not going to spend it this year, you're going to spend it next year anyway, so let's get them out there. How about the million dollars towards the installation of plants and bollards? Well, that's, I'd like to see some details on that. 
Um, I do have some trust for our staff. Uh, they do do things in a safe way, and if there are places that they need a bit of help, so be it. Um, but, uh, you know, there are some other things in this plan, like a communication plan for $2 million that I really want to see the details on. I mean, I think there are messages to give people out there about being calm and trying to follow the, uh, the traffic rules to avoid these conflicts. And I don't mean just drivers, but that includes cyclists and pedestrians as well. But uh, I'd like to see how that $2 million is being spent further. Well, there's another four going towards safety audits, right, in Toronto's cultural corridors. Yes, I guess uh, some lucky councillors that have busy corridors in the area were able to get some safety audits. Heck, I've got some schools I'd like to see those audits done on as well. Uh, but that was, you know, that was part of the acceleration we did do was to look at school zones. And I think we find most people are rallying behind the idea of trying to protect children in school zones. Most people can relate to that. Um, but as you drift down this continuum of ideas, and you're going to start to question some of those about how important they are right now. All right, 500,000 buys us 81 speed bumps. Yeah, well, there's another interesting story there. The staff are very good at planning out how many speed bumps they think they need for the year. And what inevitably happens at community council, and you heard it from me in my opinion, for political reasons, council starts to add these speed humps to make people happy, I would say. Whether or not they actually will make a difference is a different discussion. So we have this backlog of speed humps that don't get completed because the staff say, look, we're going to build the ones that are most important first, and we'll get to those add-on ones that we didn't recommend in time. Well, this is a package of money to go put in some of those add-on ones. Yeah, and they're also going to uh, adjust the number of intersections, are they not? That's the plan. Uh, yeah, they are doing work on the intersections, so there's different changes to the signals, and uh, we heard a little bit more today internally about them having this leading pedestrian interval, which the idea would be is the cross symbol will activate before the green light activates to give the pedestrians a chance to get out there into that intersection and be visible. Does it belong everywhere? Absolutely not. But I've got one going in my ward near a school of 2,000 students. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to that to me, as long as it technically makes sense, you know, how could I not support a safety initiative like that? But they do cost money to make all these changes. No, I understand. But uh, my original question, money well spent, or how will it be dispersed? And as we're breaking it down here, uh, at the end of the day, $22 million, and they got to spend it, <laughs> It's it sounds to me. Uh, do you feel it's being handled responsibly, this file? Yes, I, the staff do know what they're doing, and they did come out today to ask for their um, their $6 million, and those are things that they needed an expansion of a purchase order on. I'm not so sure that they can spend the $22 million in the next six months, but again, it wasn't their ask. It was what council gave them uh, in our wisdom uh, the year of an election. Mm. All right, I think that's probably the operative phrase, right? The year of an election. <laughs> you can always tell the locals, uh, hey, uh, we've done these improvements and uh, it's all to your betterment for your safety. Uh, was I right about that figure over 100 people, by, uh, pedestrians and cyclists having lost their lives in the last two years or so? Yeah, I've heard so many figures off the top of my head. It does sound about right. Um, and those are the ones that we get reported. And as we've read in the newspaper, there are other incidents that don't necessarily get reported. But, uh, you know, I think people are are really realizing that it's a congested city. Uh, drivers are stressed, cyclists are stressed, pedestrians are stressed, and everyone's taking chances they shouldn't be taking. And, uh, you know, we can do what we can to try to add these controls, but ultimately it comes down to the behavior of the individual and our responsibility as citizens. And, you know, I can't stress that fact enough. If we all followed the rules all the time, we wouldn't have these conflicts. But I guess that's wishful thinking, John. Yeah, well, the casualty numbers help to uh validate or rationalize the expense and 
we'll leave it at that. Uh, as you say, that's the way city council rolls, and I appreciate your input, Stephen, as always. My pleasure. There you go. Stephen Holliday is the deputy mayor. He's a councilor for Ward 3, Etobicoke Center. All right. A responsible politician. Can we say the same for Donald Trump? Uh, you know, I mean, this is dominating the news cycle for the last 24 hours, certainly, and uh, it will for the foreseeable future until the next cock-up. But this one, they say, is a biggie. As a matter of fact, Newt Gingrich, who is simpatico with Trump and one of his big supporters, actually said it's probably the biggest mistake of his presidency and he needs to correct it. So uh, he came out with his correction earlier today, whether or not this is legitimate. Uh, you're going to tell me. I kind of jumped the gun. I wanted to talk about it a little earlier, but let's get back into it. Donald Trump and uh, how he explained himself, whereas what he said in that press conference with Putin, a lot of people were aghast where he pretty much tended to uh, exonerate the Russians or exculpate them, and in so doing, threw his own intelligence agencies under the bus when they had come out with a finding to indict 12 Russian intel officers for having hacked into DNC servers and uh, therefore the election was, the Russians manipulated the outcome or in some way, shape or form, they compromised things. Putin, in an interview with Chris Wallace on Fox News last night, said, uh, well, look, all of this stuff was known anyway, and it didn't change any Americans' minds on how to vote. In effect, uh, accepting that there was some interference or meddling. So what the heck? We weren't really doing anything malicious because this was, what, common knowledge or this information was already a matter of record. That being said... Your take on Trump and how he tried to explain himself earlier today. 870-6400, were you buying it? Does it make any sense or does he dig himself a deeper hole by so doing? 870-6400, star 640 on sale. Now I have to say, I came back and I said, what is going on? What's the big deal? 